Hey there, I'm Sarah K. Hoffman, a holistic health coach and chief gutsy of a gutsygirl.com. I went from bloated, gassy, and infertile to living my best life with a strong microbiome and a very full house. On this show, no topic is too stinky to discuss, and everything can be broken down into practical, digestible takeaways. So grab a cup of bone broth, veggie broth, or a soothing golden latte if you prefer, and come along as I show you how the number two might just be your new number one. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to my podcast, the A Gutsy Girl Podcast. My name is Sarah K. Hoffman, aka A Gutsy Girl, and your host for this show. In case this is your first time hanging out on the show with me, welcome. I am so happy that you are here to sit down and chat all things gut health and gut healing with me on a weekly basis. I am the founder and chief gutsy of both thegutsygirl.com and guthealingsupplements.com. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to make a quick note of telling you that I'm skipping a new episode release for next week, Tuesday, July 4th, and we'll be back for normal on Tuesday, July 11th. This is actually the first week I have ever skipped in almost 100 episodes of this show, but if you want the truth, I need to come up for a little breathing air. Besides, hopefully, if you're in the United States, you'll be out enjoying the holiday versus listening to your fave podcasts inside. Anyways, for today's episode, episode 92 and Bites 32, I am continuing on with the low stomach acid conversation that we left off with on episode 91. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I'll link to it in the show notes, but that episode is all about what stomach acid is, why it's important, symptoms of low, not high stomach acid, and how to test for it. I also share a little bit more about my own journey and the things that I did when I had extremely low stomach acid. But for today, I want to walk you through my 11 natural ways to increase stomach acid. So without further ado, let's just dig right into them. Number one, add fermented veggies to your diet. Yes, fermented veggies will naturally help to increase the amount of stomach acid that you have. You can simply make your own fermented veggies or you can buy ones at the store. I love the Bubby's sauerkraut. I love farmhouse culture. And I also really love mother-in-law's kimchi. It is so good. One thing that people ask all the time is, okay, I can't have fermented veggies because they bloat me. Also, if you want to talk about some bloating hacks, then go back two episodes to episode 90 when I talk all about bloating and some home remedies for it. But if you can't handle the full veggie, then a little thing that you can try is you can just try the juice, which will also help. So whenever you get a jar of, let's say, the kimchi, there's going to be a lot of juice in it. So what I would always do when I first started my journey, and I was really bloated, but I still wanted to, and I needed to increase my stomach acid, I would gently push down the vegetables and I would just extract some of the liquid. And I would take just 
you know, a teaspoon or two at a time. And that's where I started. And if that's all that you can do today, start there. Number two, use a quality sea salt. So pink Himalayan salt is my absolute favorite because not only can it help with acid production, but it also contains important minerals like magnesium, which helps to fight high stress levels. And if you remember, high stress is something that also contributes to low stomach acid. So we really want to combat the stress and using a quality sea salt is something that can help so much. Also, for those of you who are recovering from any sort of adrenal fatigue, then using a quality sea salt definitely helps with this as well. Number three, explore food combining. Carbohydrates reduce the production of HCL and protein requires HCL to be digested. So if you can avoid mixing the two, it might help you. Now, that being said, I feel like it's far more important to just eat without any extra stress. And if this one will stress you out, then definitely skip it. I like to include a ton of different ways and tactics and things that people can try because everyone is on a different place in their journey. And also some people are just more prone to not overthink and overstress every single bite than others. And if this is you, and if you've tried a lot of other different things that I'm going to talk about in these natural ways to increase stomach acid today, then you might just consider some exploration of food combining. Number four, marinate your meats. So obviously protein is kind of where we get caught up with the whole stomach acid conversation. But one way that you can still enjoy meat and protein is by marinating them beforehand. So you can marinate your meats prior to cooking to help with the pre-digestion of them. Different marinades that I love to use that really serve a dual purpose of one, the fact that on their own, they increase stomach acid, but also that they help to pre-digest the meats would be things like lemon, lime, and apple cider vinegar. All three of these things can help your body better digest the protein. And this honestly doesn't have to be super complicated. It can be as simple as taking a chicken breast, putting it in any sort of bowl, and then douse it with apple cider vinegar. If you want something more, use a little bit of apple cider vinegar with some sea salt and maybe even a little honey or maple. It's actually a really, really great marinade, and it can just sit there for a few hours before cooking it. Number five, chew. You really, really must take your time when eating meals. Did you know that digestion begins in the mouth and that you have digestive enzymes there as well. Chew your food slowly so as to break it down as much as possible before it even reaches the stomach. Remember, there's this concept that I talk about all the time, which is that so often it comes down to how we're eating versus what we're eating. And the process of chewing, chewing your protein and all of your food as good as possible before you swallow it, will absolutely help in breaking everything down so that your body can absorb it better 
and be able to digest. Number six, hot versus cold liquids. Something that not a lot of people know is that ice water actually inhibits the production of stomach acid. So attempt to avoid drinking it with your meals and instead drink it around mealtimes. Also, avoid drinking water with meals, period, as it dilutes your natural stomach acid and enzyme production. This one can be a little bit more challenging for people, especially when you're trying to heal your gut and you're taking other supplements and you need the water with your meals. But the best thing that I can tell you is to only use and drink the water that's absolutely necessary and save the rest for when you are not eating. Number seven, choose a beverage wisely. Ginger, dandelion root, and lemon are all things which naturally increase HCL production. You can make your own warm beverage using them. I actually have an incredible lemonade recipe right on my website. I will link to it in the show notes and you can make a warm version of this. Or easier yet, you can try a caffeine-free tea. I love gingerade and roasted dandelion root. They're they're two different caffeine-free teas that I have used and enjoyed over the years. I will link to them in the show notes as well. Number eight, take betaine HCL. So in addition to the fact that betaine HCL challenge will help determine your current HCL levels, including a supplement with betaine HCL can help increase stomach acid as a tactic after the fact as well. And there are two main ways to do this. The first one is that you can take the straight HCL pills. I talked all about these on the last episode, so return to that and check it out if you're interested. But you take them in the same way you conducted the challenge. Each time you decrease a pill, you know your stomach acid production is naturally increasing. And the second way is to take a supplement that includes HCL. Some people are sensitive to the high amounts of HCL per pill, so they prefer to include HCL as part of a supplement intended to help break food down. This is why we created Breakdown. It is a superior digestive enzyme that includes HCL. In fact, I still take this one every single day as part of my forever gut health journey. Breakdown is a comprehensive formula that's designed to support optimal digestion and absorption of essential nutrients. This unique formula contains a proprietary blend of digestive enzymes and betaine HCL to support the breakdown of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Again, it is something that I help to create and I believe in so hard. I take it every single day and I share it with my friends and family without shame because I want people to be able to feel no bloat, to break food down, and to make sure that they have an appropriate amount of stomach acid in order to be able to do all of that. So if you want to try it for your own routine, you will find breakdown at guthealingsupplements.com. And you can always use my personal code, gutsygirl, at checkout to save 15% off it or anything else from the site. Okay, so that was obviously just a short little ad, if you will, which I really try hard to rarely do on this show. But if there is something that I believe in and I personally use on a daily basis, I have to share it with you because it's they are things that truly, truly work. Okay, number nine, be calm. 
overall stomach acidity levels drop as we become more stressed, which I had mentioned a few minutes ago. So you have to learn how to manage the stress, especially around mealtimes when the body's job is simply to digest food. At mealtime, we do not want to confuse the body by adding any extra stress and telling it, hmm, I'm not sure if I'm going to digest this meal or if I am going to tend to the fight or flight response that the body is giving to me. There are many different ways that I approach this and I have discussed many of them over the years on various podcasts and on my website, ways that we can learn to manage stress during meals, around meals, anytime. But the point here is that you have to learn to be calm as you're eating prior to meals and then ultimately at all times throughout the day. Number 10, eliminate all food sensitivities. Consuming foods on a daily basis that you are sensitive or intolerant to, these would be things like wheat, gluten, soy, eggs, corn, preservatives, nightshades, etc., literally anything, <laughs> causes a decrease in stomach acid production. And I have an article all about food sensitivities that you can learn more to see if this might be part of your problem. If it is, if you're still not sure, if you have a food sensitivity, I have many ways that you can do at-home tests for it. I have a journal that helps you really drill down and be able to understand what foods might be affecting you because this is something that definitely can be a bottleneck. If you're still consuming the foods that you are intolerant to, they might be contributing to your low stomach acid. And last but certainly not least is number 11, which is apple cider vinegar. And I already mentioned that it's one of my favorite things to marinate meat with, but you can add apple cider vinegar to your diet wherever you can. Now, one thing I will say about apple cider vinegar is that there was this trend way back when, uh, like the late 90s, early 2000s, I jumped on the trend where people would take shots of apple cider vinegar and they didn't necessarily do it to increase stomach acid levels, but they did do it to try to lose weight. I, yes, raising my hand, I was in that crowd. It was the dumbest thing I have ever done because it absolutely burned and shredded my throat. I had, I have, for the longest time, I had terrible post-traumatic stress with consuming apple cider vinegar to the point that I didn't do it for years because one day I had such a bad experience with taking a shot of it that it led to my throat almost like closing up and I couldn't breathe. And so I will tell you absolutely positively do not do shots of it. Mix your apple cider vinegar or anything else that is similar with something else. I think olive oil is a great carrier. Um, you can dilute apple cider vinegar in anything. You could put it in water or juice. The only problem with that is that honestly, it doesn't taste great. So I always want things to taste great so that the compliance level goes up. But again, you can mix it with any of your meals or cook with it. I, in fact, have a ton of recipes now that use apple cider vinegar because of my <laughs> post-traumatic stress with taking shots of it. Um, but some of the recipes that I have that you'll find on my website, I have a homemade apple spiced vinaigrette. 
I have a homemade sweet sage dressing, and I also have a roasted Brussels sprouts, grapes, and walnuts recipe that uses it as well. If you have a Gutsy Girls Bible, it is in there in a lot of the different dressings and sauces. I really, really think that apple cider vinegar is fantastic. You can also supplement it if you can't take the liquid. There is an apple cider vinegar complex from Paleo Valley that I love that I will also put in the show notes in case that's something or an avenue that you'd like to try instead of the liquid. So those are the best natural ways I found to naturally increase stomach acid. I have worked really hard on this over the years and have done a great job with increasing my own stomach acid. Please remember that not everyone has too low stomach acid. Some people ultimately do have too much stomach acid and they lean towards acid reflux. And if you want more information about that, I will link to all about acid reflux via the show notes. I'd love to know if you have personally tried any of these 11 ways, your experience with them, or if you have ways that I forgot to mention. You can feel free to reach out and share with me at podcast at a gutsygirl.com. If you have any other questions, also feel free to please reach out. Okay, that is a wrap for today's show. Remember, There will be no new episode released next Tuesday, July 4th, because I'm personally looking forward to a holiday, as I hope you are as well, and I will be back as per the usual on Tuesday, July 11th. All right, my friend, I will chat with you again real soon, and until then, keep striving towards your best gut health ever.